Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Repping the UK and Ghana, DJ Pack featuring Reefa Time. Teamed up to bring us a track called Monica. Big up DJ Pack, man. This is vibes. I'm feeling this one. About to get into the interview and just with um, Ali Chope. Make sure you hit me up on the socials, man. Let me know where you're locked in from via Twitter, Instagram, at Soho Radio, Fifi DJ. Let's go. It's the Astrology Show on Soho. And today I decided to do something very different, man. I've been doing artists, I've done producers. Today I thought, let me chat to my guy, Ade Shopper, who's a industry guru in the Afrobeat scene. And he has all the gist, all the insight on what's happening behind the scenes, on the scene, in front, behind, everything. <laughs> so I thought, you know what, today I need to know what's going on. What's been happening over the weekend? What are the stories that's been going on behind the scenes that we don't know? I, I think that I'm a bit inside, like I know what goes on behind the scenes, but when yeah. it comes to Shopsy, different level man welcome to the astrology <laughs> show at the shop all the energy god i appreciate you my brother thank you very much for having me as always you know i'm a big fan of yours been on been a massive fan for years you know i i enjoy what you do i appreciate what you do what you bring to the culture how much you put a massive spotlight on the music on 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 you know just what we're trying to build and, and it's great to be on the astrology show here uh, with my brother DJ Pifi. As always, bro, um, the scene is bubbling, man. You know how it is. Because um, I have to cover some of the headlines for my Afrobeats podcast that I yeah, release yeah, plug every that, week. Plug that, plug that, plug yeah, that. my brother. So if you want to know what's going on in the Afrobeat culture, news, film, music, you know, just the entertainment, you know, just the gossip. Um, I have a podcast that, that airs every week. Uh, it's across all platforms from YouTube to Spotify to Apple. It's called the Afro Beats Podcast. And it features myself and a host of guests uh, just to break down the hot topics every week. And we also air on uh, Younger TV on Saturday, 7 p.m. 7.30 p.m. is Monday at 7 p.m. on Sky 186 and Freesat 274. So yeah, come get with us and uh, I hope to entertain you out. You know, before before you get into like the gist, and um, I, I yeah. feel like we're going we're going to gossip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bef- before you get into that, yeah, I want you. Even though I've said basically like you're like an industry guru, I want yeah. you to give a little like a little brief on on okay. your journey, how you yeah. started, and what you do, yeah. act, what you yeah. actually do. 
Um, well, I'm a radio and uh, TV broadcaster promoting Afro pop culture. Uh, I've done that in the UK here for close to 20 years now. Uh, my first foray into the media was in 2003 on a pirate radio station in Peckham called Empower. And then I moved from that to uh, Voice of Africa Radio, all promoting African popular music. And then from then, I joined an online platform called Factory 78, where we were pretty much like a SBTV GM daily uh, link up TV platform, promoting African popular culture, interviewing artists, celebrities. Um, I'm probably the first person to interview a David or a Whiskey outside of Africa, anywhere else in the world. Um, so that's what I did. And then I went back into radio and TV and been on the Beat London One Three Point Six FM for over six years now uh, on the Afro Hits show every Wednesdays between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. just simply promoting African popular music. I call myself, uh, you know, uh, an enthusiast of African popular culture. So anything that has to do with music, you know, entertainment and just the culture in general, I've been a massive advocate of it. And I've been in those rooms working with entertainers, musicians, creatives, helping them find you know, their voices and advising a lot of people with media relations in the UK as well. So in a nutshell, that's where I've been. That's what I've been doing for close to 20 years. And that's what's led me to, to where I am now with the Afrobeats podcast, working on radio, you know, and just being an industry person uh, and being one of the biggest fans of, of Afrobeats, basically. I mean, um, I, I, I think we've been connected for for quite a while, a long oh, time yes. now, you oh, know. Yes. And I mean, your energy and your vibe is so contagious that you connect it, to all like people across all ages, from the old to the young, you know. And you mentioned Factory Seventy Eight. I mean, yeah, classic classic interviews, man, and freestyles, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Alongside yeah. DJ Lanre, big up DJ Lanre. Yeah, man. shout out to DJ Lanre, you know, uh, an incredible person that had a vision to promote African popular culture in a way that he felt nobody else was doing. He created a platform that was YouTube-based and, uh, you know, I teamed up with him and, and we ran with it. You know, we chased the interviews down, we chased the events down, we spoke to everybody, anybody that was anybody about the culture. And, and like you said, um, connections is my thing. You know, once I'm a fan of you and I'm a fan of anything you do, you will know. I'll be around you. I will support anything you're doing. I will give my time to you because I appreciate everything you bring to the table. And, and, that, and that is something with you as well. You know, in the background, I've worked with you for years where I'll just ask you, what are the top Ghanaian songs? Who should I be looking at? And yeah. you, you've advised, you've informed, you've promoted people that you know, people that you don't know. You put them on just by being a tastemaker. And I think that's what everybody needs to be doing. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, you, you, you've hosted some shows and I can't, like, we can't continue without not mentioning hosting one of the biggest um, African um, festivals. Yeah. in Europe or possibly the world, Afro Nation. Yeah, Afro Nation. Um, for me, I, I definitely say Afro Nation is the biggest festival for African popular music in the world. Uh, not only the organization, uh, I think 
the fact that at that level we had not had a festival that celebrated our headline acts like that before you know we've had we always had to go and look for one afrobeat artist on a one extra live or one afrobeat artist on a wireless festival or one afrobeat artist on a coachella you know shout out to coachella they had two mr easy and burner boy at the same time which was unprecedented however afro nation came with a completely different you know scale which was to open up the the festival at the same level that we understood or we enjoyed international festivals however it was going to be our headline act performing on the stage and i was blessed to to co-host alongside the incredible edicadi uh, in portugal and in ghana to see tens of thousands of fans enjoy what in my opinion will go down in history as one of the most pivotal um events for african popular music anywhere in the world and now it's opened up to not only celebrating african headliners but celebrating black music headliners from jamaica from the uk from france you know from america bringing blackness together like we haven't seen in the past and that regardless of the negative headlines that an afro nation might have gotten due to covid-19 which a lot of us weren't prepared for the yeah. one thing everybody has to realize was afro nation stepped into the foray when nobody was was there to give afro beats that type of chance and for that i will be you know completely loyal forever for what how they made me celebrate my headliners and see our audiences be treated with so much respect and and entertainment like we've never seen it's it's an honor to you know to be a part of something so gigantic yeah just yeah that's quite overwhelming man like i mean yeah. seeing you guys you and Eddie on stage the connection that you guys have connection yeah. you have with like the DJs the artists and uh, the the crowd is just so amazing to watch man and in your time you've interviewed so many artists i mean you've been like you're more like the go-to guy when any african artists come over um who would you say has been your favorite interviewee um i think to be honest with you when you think about a lot of like the interviews you always think of who gave you the most when you're speaking to them who came naturally when it comes to conversation wise and also brought attention the most when you look at the interviews with the likes of Wizkid and David Owe those have become classic interviews now which will go down in history as classic interviews regardless of you know where they are um David is always an absolute pleasure to interview because he is not scared of anything and will answer any question to the best of his knowledge you know he's he's always a fantastic guest to have on at no matter how controversial the topic is once he's comfortable talking about it you will get the best out of that so for any body interviewing a guest david o is always a peach to interview but when you look at other people and and you flip it to people like uh Etiwa Savage or Yemi Alade Etiwa Savage is very deep she's calm she's deep she's thoughtful you know she's very delicate with her conversations she's you know she's got so much experience that when you speak to her you are captivated by 
her depth of a personality. Yemi Alade brings a completely different energy. She's open, she's funny, she's casual, you know, she's entertaining, she's very proud. You know, so when you're judging interviews, you're looking at different things. So when it comes to the best interviewee, you know, I have a host of guests that I adore because of the difference that they bring to the table, the openness, the delicateness, the entertaining factor, the wow factor, you know, the, that, the sensitivity factor. But it's always difficult to pick one. But when I'm going to pick, the most difficult interview has to be rapper Wale. That yeah, I mean, I saw that. I saw yeah. that posted. You posted that on your yeah. on your Insta, but I couldn't quite get how that how difficult it was. Me, was it with I his think, response? I think that is the blessing of the gift that God gave me that didn't make it obvious. But what was what I was feeling in that conversation is somebody that did not want to speak, didn't want to be interviewed just didn't have our time however we had to make use of the eight minutes or nine minutes or ten minutes that we had with him and i instantly from the first hello i knew this guy was going to be a tough cookie so i had to dip in my experience to find the best way to get the most out of it and at that moment i had to think of my feet to say wow because he's Nigerian, he was championing Afrobeats way earlier than anybody yeah, else was. Yeah. He was a big supporter of Wizkid, so I decided to bring Wizkid and Afrobeats into the matter because I felt that would probably tug as, at his heartstrings a little bit and I'll be able to get a bit of it. And that's what you saw. Other than that, my man was a closed fist, wouldn't even look me in the eye. Would wow. Like, it was the worst. Like, he taught me so much about personalities and you know and you know made me appreciate how much experience I had and you know the the blessings that I've had with with coming in contact with fantastic guests you know from Trey songs all the way to you know rough and smooth for example you know you you appreciate what all of those characters bring to the table when you come in contact with a brick wall like rapper Wale yeah, that's so true. What you said with them, like Yemi Alade and David Ochoa, because I've interviewed both of them, but I haven't yeah. interviewed Tiwa yet. But with David, like you said, he will answer any questions. And, any questions. Um, Yemi Alade was the first, uh, was my first guest on yeah. Soho with the Anthology show. And yeah. it was such a fun interview to have, man. She was yeah. very open. She's very open. funny. You know, yeah, very, funny. Very, she, very, and she wants she, to help you along. And yeah. that is another skill that some guests possess. And, and when you come in contact with those guests, you you are just, it makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So let's um, let's get to the gist yeah. of what's been happening on the Afrobeat scene. Some some, uh, some people might see it, some might not see it. That's, I mean, that's yeah. why we're the industry guru. So yeah. I want you to let the listeners know what's been happening over the weekend, some of the news. I think this weekend, obviously, one of the viral stories was uh, the allegation, or, or shall I say, the speculation that Whiskey had once uh, asked for a collaboration with the young, fast-rising star, Rema, who arguably now is the hottest young act from Nigeria, one of the hottest young acts from Nigeria. 
and that Rema turned it down. Um, and this came all came through a post that uh, the prince, who is the label boss or the management of Rema, put up on his Insta story, claiming that a, a major artist in Africa requested an in, uh, a collaboration, got turned down from Rema, and ultimately used his fan base to go on the offensive on social media. Uh, one of the reasons why Whiskey's name came up is because Whiskey's fan base, the Whiskey FC, are arguably the most vicious and consistent fan base yes. in Africa. You don't they, want to go against the Whiskey FC. <laughs> they yeah. don't play with Whiskey. You know, it's a fan base that has grown over ten years, ten years strong, been very consistent. They have formed the base for Whiskey. Uh, as you would see with the Nicki Minaj Barbies uh, and you see with, you know, other strong fan bases like maybe the Rihanna or whatever, but Whiskey FC is very strong. So people instantly took that as a shot at Whiskey and felt that it was Wiz that was being spoken about. Obviously, Whiskey FC denied that profusely. There hasn't been an official statement to say specifically what it was. But personally, based on my experience of who Whiskey is and, and how he's moved in the industry and some of the collaborations he has turned down, some that you would never believe, um, I doubt very much that Whiskey will be that artist um, that would have reached out to Irema for a collaboration. However, I'm just judging on the outside based on some of the stuff that I know and how Whiskey moves. However, the story could be different. But I'm just saying, based on my personal experience, and I know some of the big names that Weez has turned down internationally, I think that story might be untrue. Wow. I mean, you never know. We can never say never these yeah, days, because yeah. um, Wizkid has done like collaborations with Thames, who just popped up in the scene. Uh, yeah. He's done um, Omar Lay as well, who just... Yeah. Rose to fame, just he's recorded, over a year. He's recorded you know. with a lot of them. However, mm -hmm. there has not been an official, you know, with a lot of the young cats, we haven't heard the music that he's done with them. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people also have to understand that some of these guys get into the studio together. It's like working out. They, you know, you might not, you might never hear the finished article or the finished project, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But I, I just think, you know even though he kind of moves around with the young cats, my, one of the reasons why I also doubt that Whiskey reached out to a Rema is because when Rema came out, until now, Rema still sounds very influenced by Whiskey, and um, collaborating with him might be the endorsement that Rema needs to even go to the fourth tier of, you know, of, of the Afrobeats. That might just shoot him through the roof. So if they're so alike, I think one of the things that you probably want to do with someone as experienced as Whiskey is to stand far away as much as possible. Okay. Any other news? Uh, well, I saw Twitch. Uh, fast rising Ghanaian pop singer, uh, high life singer. Uh, that uh, I saw news that he wasn't too happy as being referred to as an up and coming act. Uh, I called him a fast-rising singer because, in clear terms, he is an up-and-comer. However, artists take a little bit of disrespect to that based on the fact that he's looking at how many 
years he has personally been in the industry in the game and what his yeah and what his journey has yeah. been but a lot of people you have to understand that the general public and the wider music industry is not aware of that personal story and we are only coming in contact with you based of some of the hit records that you've had in the last 12 months so whether or not you agree with them calling you uh, up and coming artists it still is the case because you have just stepped into the foray in the last 24 months your background story before then might be four or five years but a lot of people in the media and the entertainment industry were just getting to know you and that's the term that they use for you know artists that are just starting to get their buzz i prefer fast rising because it sounds a little bit more respectable however yeah. if it's up and coming they should not be disappointed with that come on yeah i mean i saw i saw his tweets you know because someone <laughs> had someone someone had asked um a question about um what up and coming artists should they pay more attention to and someone yeah. named him amongst some of um, the the up and coming artists and he and, just and he went took on a day he went on a tangent yeah 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 he must yeah, have so caught him he must have caught him at an emotional time and mm -hmm. you know he just reacted to it but he's got to be you know i think one of the biggest problems we also have within the afropop culture is we've given a lot of people too many accolades too soon and it's affected the way they see themselves and they see their art if you understand that you might not you might have been in the industry for four or five years but you're yeah. a brand new artist and you're an up and coming artist it will do you a lot of good because it will motivate you to go past that as quickly as possible give your best on songs keep the best foot forward when you're doing interviews and promote yourself so people can say you've been around for quite some time but yeah. if you take it as a shot it might affect the work rate that you're supposed to put into it yeah that's true that's true man Thank yeah. you very much, Adeshope, man, for for joining me today. As always, to you know, to tell us a little about to to tell us about yourself and what you do, and these little to uh, just I'm sure a lot of people want to worry about the the Roman whiskey situation. Yeah, and, absolutely, and and Twitch absolutely. now as well. You know, absolutely. And, um, hopefully, we're gonna have you back, uh, giving us more gist. You know, I'm available, brother. I'm always available. Just give me I'm a phone call away and I'm very happy to join you on Soul Radio just having a chat with you about what's happening in the culture. A big shout out to everybody behind the scenes, including the listeners on the platform yeah. as well. Yeah, man. Frank, what's your if people want to reach out to you on um social yeah. media? I know you're very active on social media, so very, very uh if people want to reach out to you. Once you search S H O P S Y D O and that's Shops to Do. Uh, on Twitter, Instagram, it pops up. On my first name, A-D-E-S-O-P-E. -E. That shows up as well. Give me a follow. I'll hit you right back. And yeah, keep supporting the culture. We appreciate you all. I've been I've been wanting to ask, where did you get yeah. Shops to Do from? Is it is it a nickname from, from school? A, exactly. Exactly. It's a nickname from childhood, man. Uh, you know, because my name is Adi Chopin. So shot me in it. They call it Shopsy. And then obviously Scooby Doo comes in. They just added a do to Shopsy and a Shopsy do. And that just that just stuck from then. 
All right. Um, um, what, what's your favorite song that you're feeling at the moment? And um, I will, I will, I will drop that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, man, it gives me so much pressure to let you all know that one of the hottest records right now from the culture is called All Right, King Promise featuring Shata Wale. You've got to drop that, pull it back and drop it again so everybody understands how big that tune is, bro. Fifi on Soho Radio. Yeah, yeah. Shata Wale. 